This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Support for the Happy Hour comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's blow-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. So, hi, Dave here. I'm not running this ad with uh, Beth or Veronica for reasons that you're about to figure out. So, here we go. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I am talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. Their lawnmower, <laughs> 2.0, has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag anything down there. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The lawnmower 2.0 comes inside their Perfect Package 2.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut-free, and smelling nice, down there and keep in mind to not use the same trimmer on your face lads get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code bigheads at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com with code bigheads hi ladies how are you hi Brian. Brian. great how are you what's Brian? going on i'm just sensuous i was just uh oh wow Dave. i just ordered some uber eats and so it's a sensuous so, well i'm in columbus does it not get any better i mean <laughs> paris of ohio exactly. <laughs> i will pray for you <laughs> i have been Gorgeous. to columbus um, before and that's well, one way to describe it, it? <laughs> well i actually if you check my twitter i tweeted out a photo it's like a really nice little i don't know what I'm it is a Christmas little theme i'm gonna go look pretty too. nice um, anyways, let her rip. I'm ready. Whatever. Fire Let's away. Go. Okay, so I guess right. um, five, four, three, two, and one. Hello, world. Here's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Hello, world. Here's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Hello, listeners. From near and far, from Canada to the United States to Finland to Australia, and am I missing any countries, ladies? Uh, United Arab Emirates. Thank you, and? And France. And, really? We have a listener in Germany, too. And England, I just recalled as well. Anyway, yeah. thank you all for joining us tonight. <laughs> My name is David Auger, and I'm at MetalDave01 on Twitter.com. I'm joined, as always, by Beth. Hello. I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter. And Veronica. Yeah, I am at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. And there's one more person with us, uh, if you haven't noticed yes. already. Uh, this is the play-by-play <laughs> -play commentary for La Canadienne de Montréal. Uh, uh, when you're watching them on TV, we have on the <laughs> air tonight recorded brian mudrick brian how are you doing today well i'm brian uh at originally from my mom <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, i'm doing great um i'm just uh you're gonna have probably listeners in germany and ukraine because that's where i've got my uber eats driver on the way from here somewhere in, <laughs> yes. Columbus, in the german area i got the uh, pierogies coming um yeah hotel room is pretty exciting Perfect, man. So it's, uh, it's, well, the guys got to eat, right? Big game tomorrow. Big so, game uh, tomorrow. For, for all the we got to do the hockey tomorrow, right? We can't let the Let's do down, that so. hockey. <laughs> We're going to do the hockey tomorrow, so it's nice. It's uh, Actually, it's a beautiful night here. It's like the weather's okay. Um, I, was, I was telling you guys just before we got going, I tweeted out a cool photo of like this beautiful Christmas kind of light festival right outside so oh no kidding here. i am looking at it right it's now lovely. and they are taking it to another level over in columbus ohio yeah, it's beautiful wow right? that's awesome thank you for that very cool so you mentioned that tomorrow is a big game uh for no reason <laughs> because there was no news that dropped today or anything oh my god <laughs> all right so of course habs fandom uh became aware of uh some injuries uh, that the uh, Habs are now suffering through with one, um, Jonathan Drouin is uh, going under the knife for his poor wrist, and then Paul Byron also going under the knife for his knee. Two pretty much uh, essential wingers. 
Uh, yet, uh, you know, we have some, uh, we already, uh, called up Charles Houdon, who, uh, came up, played it, played against Jersey, got sent back down, called right back up, and now he'll be joining the lineup, and I believe they have a full roster, unless I am, uh, mistaken. That's incredible, Dave. You actually do the calling up yourself? Well, <laughs> well, you know, when you read Twitter, it really makes you wonder the power of some of the people yeah. when they're talking about stuff. And I get caught up in the You're moment. You're the guy talking to Chloe Julian all the time. <laughs> now I know who's on the other end of that phone. All right. Hey, you know, there, some stuff falls on my lap, Brian, and I don't know where it comes from, but I just roll with it. And there we are. <laughs> So I believe, though, we have a full roster, unless I'm missing anybody. And, um, yeah, now the Habs have to soldier on for weeks without um, Drouin and and Byron. And, of course, it, it came probably at the worst time, given that the schedule in November is mostly home games. Of course, they're in Columbus uh, tomorrow night. But if there was a time to really uh, make a statement, it would it will be in November. And now they have to do that without two... Uh, premier players well you know the one thing uh that uh mark Rochon talked about a lot and chloe julian the one thing that the habs do have going for them is a lot of depth right and that's the one mm-hmm. thing that they were happy with and i had a talk with um we're lucky enough to have some time with chloe julian either before games or um you know pre-game and the one thing i asked him about the identity in his opinion of this team so far and he's and you know what it's it's probably what a lot of the fans see it's it's depth it's hard working uh four lines that can contribute and this whole team coming together um and getting scoring from a number of places including uh, a nice surprise from the defense this year a lot more than maybe was expected with uh victor metze now on the board getting some confidence we just saw young kale flurry by the way happy early birthday kid turns 21 tomorrow Oh, um, just in just in time for Ohio. <laughs> right? Oh, man. Party. Well, he's legal here. He can already drink in Canada, but still, can buy you guys a cold one. Um, <laughs> Any time, Kale. So, I mean, they've had a lot of like, you know, they have the depth scoring, and I mean, everyone in the NHL goes through it right with injuries. Next, it's next man up, you know, and and that's what the GM does, and that's what you know why you build and you have the farm team. I thought I said I saw it too, and I don't know how serious. I haven't read lately. It was obviously his traveling today, but like even Ryan Paling, I thought was banged up. He's played a lot of hockey since being sent back down. I don't know if his injury or if it is a serious injury, but I think he was nicked up too. So um, that that's, is that's, that's the game, guys. You know it. It's it's the next guy up. It's uh, so Charles Houdon gets an opportunity again, and and it's just I think getting the points now when you can when you are healthy-ish, but. You know, Jerome was having a great year. I don't know, but just, you know, even talking with our analysts and people smarter than me, I mean, Paul Byron just never seemed to look himself, though, no. this season. This season, you know, for he, sure. He just wasn't the same player that we saw. He's a speed guy. His speed and his skating drives his play. Uh, what, I think, one one goal uh, on the season. It just He just hasn't looked right, and maybe there's more to this, this injury than we know. Uh, I think Jerome had a surgery already to day and i think he has his on tuesday byron does so yeah it's just next guy up for the Habs, right for sure yeah and with paling it's uh such a uh it seems to be difficult to find any details on it i tried looking on the rocket website you know i tried you know uh scouring the internet as much as i could but aside from him just being injured and out i don't know what's going on so i was hoping you would enlighten us but that's not the case it seems well, we'll have, and that's the beauty of morning skate and talking to coach. So we'll, we'll have a lot better idea of, we obviously know Byron and, and Joanne. I mean, that's long-term, right? So, um, you know, more responsibility for a young guy like, you know, Suzuki, who seems to continue to get more confidence. Yeah, wow. So, right, it's, it's, that's, that's depth in the organization and, and in trying to, to earn your way, so. For sure. Well, and part of part of what you were saying, Brian, um, uh, like with the depth that's in the organization, I I was thinking about you know what we were going to talk about tonight and everything. And I first of all want to congratulate you for joining to to be the on air commentator beginning in the 2018-2019 season when this is a team yeah. that just sort of universally 
all of them had their work boots on and they're playing for each other. And it's just kind of really exciting hockey to call. And we haven't had that as fans to observe, you know, prior to last year. So congratulations on that. Well, you know, it's, I tell people all the time, it is, it's a privilege and it's an honor to call hockey, not only in the NHL, but to call, to have your office at the Bell Center um, yeah. is, it's, it's awesome. And I mean, it absolutely, it kicks ass. It is so cool. It is, I try to tell people and explain to it. I don't care if it's my first game or like a thousandth game. I just don't think that ever gets old. Like it is it's a special place to call hockey. And I'm not, and I'm sincerely not just saying that. I mean, there's some great fun buildings. I mean, Vegas, my goodness, mm. the Habs have had two in Vegas. that I've been lucky enough to call the one before yes. Christmas last year where Deneau had his first hat trick. Yep. They mm-hmm. pulled the goalie, overtime winner, and then we were obviously were <laughs> teeing up the game this year. Same thing happened, right? Um, with Domi scoring the OT winner, and, and they tied yes. it up with the net empty. So, I mean, there's some buildings. Nashville's, like, always fun. You know, Chicago. Um, there's some fun, fun buildings, but the – the Montreal Canadiens, I mean, the, the Bell Center is pretty, pretty cool. And from a broadcaster's perspective, I mean, a lot of the times we might, you know, you could be on Mars calling these games. They're so high up, right? Like it's, you literally are um, yeah. on the moon for some of these, and some of these new arenas. Whereas the Bell Center, literally, it's like you're straight down, you're looking on the ice, like there's no excuse. It's awesome. It's pretty cool. Fantastic. Absolutely. And um, I think, uh, Brian, you started, um, wasn't it the was it the eighteen nineteen season? Yeah, last year, last yeah. season was my first full season, so this is season number two. You bet. I was wondering if you had to uh, uh, call the uh, the season before we got Kotka Niemi because uh, that was yep. a woo. That was a yeah. that was quite a season. So okay, now, I was just trying to remember, okay. but cool. And yeah, I t- wholeheartedly agree with Veronica. You bring a good passion to the game. Whenever I have friends over to watch. Um, you know, uh, games at my place, you know, they're always impressed by uh, you and then the color from uh, Mike as well. Because uh, you two in tandem, fantastic. Can't be beaten. Well, that's very kind. I have to say I'm lucky because I have between uh, him and Dave Poulin, I have two guys yeah. that are that are unbelievable. That are, I mean, they both are long time. Um, yes, thank you very much. They're uh, long time. <laughs> Good news, Uber Eats is here, and I'm not sharing with you guys. Nailed it! But I love Ferrari. So he didn't look very impressed with me. Well, I'm also I'm also naked, so I don't think he really appreciates that. Well, I, oh I got God. I have my speedo on. It's fine, right? What do you wear for a podcast? I wasn't sure what to put on. I was a little. You know, I ask myself that every day. We want you to wear what you got, wear on broadcasts. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I put on a suit and tie for you guys. <laughs> um, no, but they. But I want to. I sincerely mean that, and I. And I. I mean, we're joking, but you know what? It doesn't happen without having a great team, and that goes right from our studio hosts. With, uh, you know, we have Tessa and Pierre, who are lucky to have them. Glenn Sheeler fills in. We got John Liu at the rink with us, and and to have you know to have you know Dave Coolen, who is you know people forget how. He's a hell of a player, you know, top 10 all time in shorthanded goals, won a selkie. Like, he's a, he's a heck of a player. Like, and Dave played for the, um, pardon me, Mike played for the Habs and had a good NHL career as a kid that was never drafted. So we have two, we have great, great people, and it's a team like on the ice, and we have a pretty cool team, and, and I love it. I take my job um, super seriously. I'm a kid from, people always think that I'm a big Habs fan, but I actually grew up in northern Alberta when the Oilers were we're pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, so you're you know, like Brian yeah, Wild. <laughs> uh, well, Brian Mudrick, I am pretty wild. Depends on the night. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bring Uber Eats. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a wild man. No, I know. I'm being tongue in cheek. I know what you're saying. Um, no, I know Brian as well. Um, but Ooh, but you can also call Brian Wild with a Y. I'm Brian. I'm Brian with a Y. Yeah. Um, but growing up in Alberta, watching those, you know, Gretzky and Messier and Curry, I actually joked as a kid. I wasn't like, I was like, I actually thought I said to my dad one time, is it like the WWF or why don't they let another team win? Like seriously, (laughs) (laughs) watching those great order teams, um, which are pretty phenomenal, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, the, the Habs are, they're, they're an iconic 
franchise, right? Like they are one of the, it's not just in hockey, like they are. So it's, it's a real, it's a privilege to have this job when I've got a great team behind me at TSN. I really do. And we're happy and to have it. You guys, you guys are, you get, you, you do get to have a lot of fun watching what these guys are doing. And I particularly enjoyed the reaction hmm. of both you and Mike on Friday night when <laughs> Shay Weber. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Roof daddy, short side cheese. That was amazing. <laughs> well, he's, that's a legit shot. Like, would you, you wouldn't want to be walking no. in front of that thing. Um, no. You know, he's a, it, you know what, I, I talked, we talk a lot off, I mean, we love, I'm so lucky, right? I talk, we talk at the game, during the game. We try to A, have fun on the air, but then we want to make it like we're having a beer or whatever, glass of wine with all of pe- the people in your living room. Because, Perfect. Like, I love talking to Aki with as much as they do. And even after, we'll go have a lobby bar drink if we have time or if we don't have an early flight. And I asked Mike about his shot. And, he, and I said, is there, like, when you played, like, I mean, you could think Chara when he came out, right? He won the hardest shot competition. It's one thing, though, to, like, Weber's shot is hard and pretty accurate. You know, where there's guys like Obi, you can slam it, and he's accurate, and Stamp goes from that circle. But, like, Weber, the Velocity, it just has apparently a different pace to it. And thank the Lord, I don't know what that's hmm. all about, because I don't want to find out. I don't need to It's a lot safer up there where I'm calling the game. I'll, I'll take that all day long. 100%. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so speaking about games then, um, before all the news broke today, I had a whole list of notes about that game against uh, New Jersey. And, um, wow, what a um, – it was the third period, right, where everything kind of went off the the hinges and uh, yes. all the, peri- all the uh, penalties started getting assessed left and right and whatnot. And I was just wondering if I could get your take on the um, – on the double minor that Domi ended up getting, I know Domi probably he's not proud of uh, what went on, but what's your what's your thought on uh, on that double minor he got? Well, I don't. I'm not one to call me like on officiating. I think they have a tough job. Oh yeah. Um, I, I'll leave that to them. What I can comment on is you know Domi to his credit, he owned it. He said yeah. he can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, and it was, I mean, it was, it was stupid, right? You put your team in a tough spot. Domi and Claude even said after, he said, you know what? He owned it up as he should, but it's, it's one thing to own up. It's about how are you going to respond now going forward in games. And the one thing that Claude talks about Domi, and he, and he always says, Domi's not a guy that you've got to. He said, I'd rather have a guy on my team that I have to tone down and mm-hmm. sort of tell him, okay, we need you to be real in your passion, your emotion than to have a guy that I have to ramp up. Yeah. I'd rather have a guy like Domi on my team where he's already, he's, you know, he's fiery and he's, he's, he's passionate and he's into it. Give me a guy like that all day long over a guy like I got to, you know, kick in the back end. And so, yeah, nights like that, sometimes that'll burn you, but there's also nights where, and you know, like when Max, when Max sort of gets engaged physically or maybe someone pisses him off a little bit, like he seems to find another level in another Mm. year. And oh, I like yeah. this, I like the bit of sandpaper on this team. You know, there's guys like, you know, even when Joanne got hit in the Washington game, and you know, I talked again. I talked to people smarter than I am about what you know. Did I think it was clean today? And it's you know, but they stood up for him right away, right? Yeah. Like, and then the Byron sort of slew fitted Ovechkin later on, and they're like yakking. I mean, it's a good. There's some good grit. I mean, they lost a bit of that in Andrew Shaw. But, you know, I think Nick Cousins brings a bit of that. Domi definitely has that. Gallagher, I mean, he's a nonstop chirp machine. Um, and an obvious, <laughs> fan, an obvious fan favorite for a lot of reasons, right? So, yes, I mean, those games are going to happen. I think the frustrating parts of the Habs, though, you know, get Kincaid to win against his former team would have been nice. And those are the games that we may look back on. And now it's fitting we're in Columbus, right? So they finished in technically three points out because they didn't have yeah. the tiebreakers last year. So two back at Columbus. But those are the games you sometimes look back on and go, oh, man, like there's maybe a point there we should have got, right? But there's games like when they played against Philly, which they were horrific, and Price was the only reason they got it to overtime yep. mm-hmm. and got a point where they didn't deserve one. So, um, But they got, I think they got some good momentum going right now too, right? And, I, and, and you got to like – I think you got to like what they got going in the room. When you go into the room, and it's just my second year, but like we seem to really got each other's backs in there. And it seems like a pretty positive – 
environment. So I think I think they got something good going on in there. Absolutely. And see, that's the one thing that, you know, well, us on the podcast always talk about is that, or at least we've alluded to, that this team just likes each other as opposed to another team that shall not be named, that's not having a mm-hmm. great season that ought to be, but not. Um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> moving on. So we were talking about defense before, um, as I think we were, maybe I was just thinking of that. Oh, we were talking about <laughs> grit. And when we come to grit, man... And also the uh, uh, early birthday boy, Kale Flurry. Where does he bring? Where yeah. does all of that momentum and mass come from? Because it just, holy cow! Can he lay a hit? It's funny. I talked to him um, before the game uh, in Washington, and he's done. And and you notice it, and you probably have seen it. He almost sometimes pulls out that reverse Forsberg hit that he made famous, right? Where like kind of the reverse back check. And he kind of smiled and he's like, oh, I've been doing that in junior. I've done it for a long time. And he is, it's, you see him up close and it's so funny. Like he's still got his baby face, barely <laughs> like beard going like, and yet you watch this young man on the ice and he plays kind of fearless and relentless and he's really tough. And whether they end up getting a little book on him and his, you know, reverse body checks and how he plays, he's a physical young man. And, and you know what, that's, I think that's another bit of that grit that, you know, you know, Shea Weber 2.0 or the baby-faced assassin, as we called him that one show. Like, he, he, you know, he'll get you. Like, so it's, it's nice that he can bring that physical element. And I think, and he was an offensive, like, upside player. If you look at his numbers in junior, right? Like, um, in the WHL, like, he, so he, after he scored that goal and a lot like, you know, a guy like Suzuki. Suzuki, when he started to find his offense and, and, and scored, it's like, it was almost like the veil lifted on the young man. And, and it was like, the confidence came, a little more swagger. I mean, the pass to Tatar that he feathered through Columbus oh. a week ago. Um, and he's had a couple of those seam passes that are insane. Like, so, I mean, so, yeah, Kale's a physical young guy who, who I think is going to be uh, a fan favorite just because of that kind of grit he brings. Perfect. And great, too, that he's uh, – it just seems that there's a lot – like, the team seems a lot more even – even like compared to like last year, year before and whatnot, there's a lot of good pieces coming yet. The pieces that are there like stabilizes everything. And um, like, uh, for instance, we're able now to switch uh, the first and second pairing, especially now that we see that Weber and Sherratt. I mean, Holy cow. Everyone at the beginning <laughs> of the season wouldn't have even dreamt of uh, doing that. But now it seems that they're performing like, especially against Washington. I mean, <laughs> you know, they go into DC, um, uh, with uh, Washington that uh, was red hot and essentially flummoxed them in that second period, which was awesome. I think they're undefeated um, in doing yeah. that, that pairing, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, yeah. Washington? No, no, no. Uh, when, no, I when think they, they played pair, together when on Saturday. paired up Weber and Sherratt, they've, oh. been, pretty, like, they've been pretty dynamite. In, in, um, they may have lost one of the games, but they... They, that's worked. That that combination's worked for whatever reason, and it's not like it's not like Mete and Petrie is really. It, they're just different. Like obviously, Petrie's a different defenseman than Weber for Mete. Oh. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I meant um, is that they have but pieces. But and Weber paired up, they've had a lot of success and and a lot of wins. Um, whenever Claude decides to do that, but that's coaching, right? I think one of the things um, that has been maybe I don't know, not talked about, or maybe it has been talked about, or. Um, is how well, I mean, like, how well. I mean, he's a veteran, amazing coach. But Claude Julian's done a great job this year. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. In a lot of, like, specifically um, throwing the, well, they don't throw it, but challenging the offside. Um, what was that last? Was that against uh, Boston? Where the momentum was all, yes. was all brewing. He challenged it, the offside. It came through. Oh, that's uh, offside. Yep. And, scored. and then they, and they, right? Like, he's done, he's just, he's done some, Great coaching on the road, not having last change. I just, I think Cole's done a really nice job this year with the pieces that he has. Um, and we remember too, like, you know, when he won Coach of the Year, I think it was '09 with Boston and mm-hmm. the Cup and uh, the Cup in 2011, and then another final that he went to. Like, different, different team, right? Bigger, different skill set, and it's like anything now in the NHL is adapting to what you've got, the pieces you have. And, and he, you know, I, I think he deserves maybe a little more credit than, than he's getting. Um, I think he's done a wonderful job with this group. 
For sure. Yeah, I think he's a wonderful coach. And um, the other thing that uh, you were mentioning there too is uh, the uh, other advantage is for Victor Mete to be playing on that second pairing and not seeing such difficult competition. Like nobody says that Weber and Sherrod are going to stay together forever, but that's another added bonus that Mete, you know, he's not up against Crosby or Stamkos or, you know what I mean? So that's another, an, another added advantage. And, you know, we had been kind of, except for your colleague, Ray Ferraro, um, when we were, you know, thinking when, Montreal was thinking about who they should be picking up over the summer. He had his eye on Sherratt. And after Sherratt, you know, it took him a little while to adapt. But my goodness, when he's on with Weber, they just seem very, it's just like sort of dominant, um, sort of intimidating. Yeah, I think uh, what right? is it, the heavy <clears throat> game that they have. But uh, forget, yeah. Metsay, though, remember, Metsay, though, is, do you remember the play against Columbus? Uh, last Tuesday, or um, almost Tuesday, it is. is it last Tuesday. Yep, last Tuesday. Yep. <laughs> last Tuesday um, at the Bell Center, and the closing speed that Mete had to get oh, back. Yes, Lee Cow. <laughs> he he, got that, like, guy. that is the that is what people like his skating ability. And I mean, Petrie's a, a hell of a skater too. But like, I think of plays like that, um, and that one really stood out to me. How much ice he was able to close. Not it wasn't a penalty shot, obviously, but getting back. It's impressive, like that kid's closing speed, and so so I he can I mean he works well with Petrie as well, but like that speed that he has and the way he's able to close off gaps, uh, I think is is, mm-hmm. is phenomenal for a guy, and he's still a young guy, right? Like, oh, but yeah. speed, I'm telling you, speed in the NHL is such a weapon. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to remember another time because that wasn't the only time uh, where uh, Mete's uh, skating ability was on display. Wasn't there another play? Maybe it was either last season or two seasons before it was last year. where he just closed yeah. like half the ice to, you know, get a puck <laughs> out of the zone almost clean. Like it was just, it was obscene. And it's great too, you know, having all the versatility on the back end really um, helps out without a doubt. I believe I believe Dave it's uh, it's mint. I believe you you got to That's the word. I have it's the hat on my hat rack. <laughs> Why isn't it on your head? Because I'm yeah. wearing huge headphones. Oh, Put that's them over right. the headphones. And they won't fit. They're <laughs> very <called> big. <laughs> you clearly never watched the Disney Channel in the early 2000s. What are you talking about? They layered no. all the outfits. Nah, but you can buy the new streaming package now. You yeah, yeah. So now you can watch all the Hannah stuff. Montana that you want. I pre-ordered it. Yeah. <laughs> Hannah Montana? No, Disney Plus. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but I guess you it, never know. But I guess you know one is the same. So yes, I also have Hannah Montana and The Mandalorian at my fingertips, which is both great. Um, wasn't she married <laughs> to Mike Comrie? So I mean, technically, you could tie hockey in there. <laughs> Oh no, that was on. That was Lizzie McGuire. <gasps> that was oh, Hillary Duff. Oh, yeah, God, Brian. That was good though. Sorry. <laughs> I was out of my I element. Didn't, I didn't realize I had to brush up on like my uh, pop culture. But <laughs> you I, do. I, I, I know some stuff. We are a very well-rounded. Crew. At least I didn't get the wrong hockey player. That could have been awkward. There yeah, you go. That would have. That would have been like if you had said like Mike Fish, it would have been like. Carrie Underwood, I don't think... She might have been on an episode of Hannah Montana, but she didn't have her own show. Okay. Well, Carrie told me she's listening to this podcast. Um, Carrie Underwood? Right? Carrie Underwood oh, is yeah. totally a huge Happy Hour fan. Yes. She'll be on it. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, we did say I have we a... just go wherever the conversation takes us, so... I have a question for Brian. Oh, good. He's here. I probably have some answers. Yeah. Um. So, on... Friday, the game versus the Capitals. You were there. Um, you and Mike were talking about. <laughs> I would hope I was. Job. I was losing my voice. I was fighting the flu. I wasn't feeling very well. Oh no! Oh, I is that could not you tell at all? Saturday. Um, Saturday, I was on my couch watching the game. Hockey night in Canada. Nice. Um, yeah, that's not me. That's yeah. the other guys. No. Oh, right. Yes. Sorry. Um, but I look great. Of course. Oh, my God. You should have saw me. I look glorious in my oh, Yeah, like I a JCPenney ad. 
<laughs> yeah, I looked really good. I was listening to, I was watching Hannah Montana in the intermissions. Yes. <laughs> oh. Let's pause here and take a moment to hear from another podcast in the Big Heads Media Network. Hi, my name is Josh and I am the host of Together, a Brighton & Hove Albion podcast. Dedicated to all things Albion, I cover our top five stories of the week every week out on Mondays. Uh, come and check us out if you want to learn more about the uh, seagulls on the south coast of Sussex uh, in England and anything Premier League. I would love to have you. We would love to have you. Uh, this is a podcast by a fan for the fans. Um, and the more, the merrier. So come on down to Together, a Brighton & Hove Albion podcast. And here's an ad from the Big Heads Media Network. Are you the type of fan that knows football so well that you could choose any game and call it? Well, MyBookie is the place for you because they let you turn all your sports knowledge into cash in your wallet. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. Just use promo code LATEFEES to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code L-A-T-E-F-E-E-S, LATEFEES, to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign-up offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. <laughs> yeah. Even Steven. Anyway, sorry, the question. So um, I, was yes. in, I was in Washington, correct. You was in Washington. Okay, so um, you and Mike, I, I can't remember which period it was. I'm sorry, I did not write that down. And I don't know which one of you said this because honestly, when I'm not looking at people who are commentating, I can't tell the voices apart. I'm bad about that. Um, but you two were discussing, uh, you're talking about Holtby and his contract, and then you were discussing um, the Habs and the goalies that they put up against Holtby or the, against Washington. And you both mentioned, or you guys mentioned something about how um, the Habs have to put price in net. And you were saying something about um, the backups, but I couldn't tell, was that just currently like what the backups look like now? Or what, was it also including, like, the pipeline? How, like, it, in the future, they're always probably going to have to play price against the Capitals. I'm not Does sure that if I recall sense? that, to be honest okay. with you. I remember we <laughs> no talked worries. about Hopi's contract. and then Yeah, it was right around Hopi's that numbers, time. We talked about Hopi's numbers against the Habs, but then, crazy, his numbers are even better against Boston because they had a back-to-back. And then we talked about... Oh, thank so God. Because Holtby's contract was up. Um, and then we talked about um, Shea Weber's shot. I don't recall. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. It was about how, like, how um, Ilya Samsonov was in net that night. And then how then you like kind of segued over to the Canadians and their backups. But it's all good. It's not super important. It's just something that like stuck out to me. And so the one comment fine. we made about that was that if 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 it was going to be because at the point at the what is four nothing right after forty and the one thing that Claude didn't rule out that we did talk about is that if Kerry I mean and it's obviously a coach and goalie and the athlete it's their call behind closed doors but like if Kerry only faced twenty shots and won mm-hmm. let's say it was four yeah. one or whatever and he felt great why not play Saturday night at the Bell Center where that he is dominant right like yeah mr saturday wanted, night you, you paid the guy 84 million you know like if he feels great fuck, roll with him like yeah uh, i understand there's load management and you have to but if like let's say okay so so veronica and beth let's say you guys have done 24 podcasts in a row but on day yeah. 25 you're like oh god i feel great let's get some merlot popping let's hit it like why, why would god how long have you been listening you to the podcast to, um, you know <laughs> You don't want to put big destruction Dave there do it himself. The girl's got to get in there. So, like, why would you sit yourself? Like, if that's you're fair. feeling great, yeah, up in that's there. Yeah, that's fair. And I've yeah. also read so... um, a couple articles that said that um, Holby and Price are two of the few who, like, kind of set their own schedule a bit. Well, that that's, that'd be very – hey, they're, they're elite goalies. Um, they obviously yes. have the respect of their coach, uh, their work ethic, and – Let's be honest. That do you want? Would you not want Price to start all eighty-two if you could? Of course you do, right? Yeah. Like, he gives you. He gives any team the best chance to win every single night, and and that filters through the whole team. Like 
you'll remember like the capital game Ovi had two great a chance it could have been two nothing and what Brana hit a post I mean it could have been two three nothing real quick yeah right like and but price made the price settles them down he's so calm back there and the guys say it all the time if you it's almost a broken record right they win five one but if price doesn't stop four great a chances in the first period the game's different the dynamics totally different so you want to go i mean mark andre Fleury's another guy in, in vegas that gets a ton of starts but i mean that's a conversation you know with claude and, and carrie and and behind the scenes it's if different. he feels up to it i mean you roll with him like why like might like when Niemi was struggling remember down the stretch like price played all the time and i think you hear yeah. you hear it all the time like the uh you know I, I i don't it's not my job to coach nor do i want to comment on you know i'm not criticizing but like there's so much talk on certain coaches well my number one's got to play the game one of the back-to-back and not the second one will look why not play both mm. like i mean if, if the guy mm-hmm. feels good play them both that's what they're paid for you know, mm-hmm. it's one thing if they're tired and they took a lot of shots or whatever, but like roll with it. I don't know. I mean, go with your guy. That's why you pay him. That's that's you got to get in the playoffs. That's right. Damn it. Yes. Yeah. And he's never going to turn it down. He's never going to. It was interesting to me. I thought it was maybe just a little bit of mind games on Claude's part on on the Friday, talking about how you know we'll see. I'm not ruling anything out for tomorrow <clears throat> night because it, <clears throat> for some reason. I think that between coaches, they like to maybe keep each other guessing because, you know, you've got a New Jersey team that's looking pretty shaky and, um, you know, who they're going to be mentally preparing to play against and thinking that they're going to get Perry Price and then, they're, no, they're going to get, you know, his backup goalie. And who, former devil. Uh, and former devil. Too. And former Albany devil as well. Oh, yeah, like when coaches do that, right? I mean, yeah. they had, um, they told everyone, or at morning skate, I forget, um, what game was it? The morning rushes were, was Mete uh, with Weber, like the usual Sherratt and Petrie. And then in the skate, it was the same, like the pregame skate when they do the rushes, mm-hmm. but then it was, um, Mete started with Petrie. Like, so he'll do that. Like, I mean, he did that a couple times in warm-up, making it look like, ooh, Sherratt may be with Weber here. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's, but that's, what they, that's why they're – that's why they coach. That's – it's all <clears throat> take any advantage you can get, right? Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Yes. That's interesting. I do like that. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> so, Brian, we've had you on for a bit. We've talked a lot of halves. But how about we talk about something even more important – and that's you. I'm curious about something. Um, I'm wondering, uh, what brought you into wanting to do uh, broadcasting? Like, uh, what, what, um, you know, who, what, what gave you the thought? Like, this is what I want to do, and I want to do it for the Habs. What got you into it? Well, oh man, honestly, Dave, that is a. I don't know if your podcast is long enough. Um, wow, well, let's a... take a look. <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, we got to go. Um, that's, well, Where's the cane? Bam. Sorry. I wanted. I grew up in Nowhere, Alberta. Yep. Uh, in a small town in north of Edmonton, and I was. Uh, I love sports. I love to play. I love to compete. Uh, I want to be a baseball player. Um, love love watching hockey. We grew up going to Eskimo games, um, Oiler games, uh, like any other kid, right? In Western Canada, wa- love watching hockey and. Hockey in Canada. I love the CFL. I curled actually. I was a junior curler, and I wanted Ooh. to try to play community college baseball. And I I got to play in a few nationals, and I was pretty lucky that way. And when I was 17, I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is a form of cancer, um, same one that Mary Lemieux had. And so I wasn't able to go on my college scholarship tryouts. Uh, but I was very interested in broadcasting because uh, I love sports and I just thought that might be a way to stay with it. And so I went to Nate, which is the Northern Alberta Institute of Technology, and I took radio and television arts. Um, so I started to get my diploma, but I also had to go for my chemotherapy and radiation. And I got a job in Lloydminster, and my first job was I was the weather guy and the agriculture oh. reporter, and I did radio <laughs> Oh, my God. So, I mean, you start from <laughs> humble beginnings, not like you just get the Habs job. Like, that's 20 yeah. years in the making. Um, 
And by the way, when they say weather specialist on, it means you know absolutely nothing. Uh, you call Environment <laughs> Canada and then you bullshit for like 10 minutes about the weather. I yeah. am record. so pleased with all this information. Do you have any? Do you have any clips of your of you calling the weather, like play by play? Oh yeah, my. Uh, oh man, my clutch, my number one slogan was I I did a, like a gun snap, like no flurries, no worries. Back to the oh studio. my god, that was my hotline. Oh yeah, oh my that was lord, the hot oh it makes me so yeah. happy. Yeah, well, I was a hot weather man uh, back in the day, specialist. Oh, you, you um, got to pull that during a go, during a Golden Knights game. Oh my lord. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Well, we'll see. I got a few other things going but... on up there, Dave, but I'll, I'll work on that. Hey, I appreciate it, buddy. I'll slip a note next time I'm up I, there. If I can hop out and do a quick forecast. Um, so that was sort of my my path. Now I went to Lloyd. Sadly, I had my cancer came back, and I didn't. Uh, I had a stem cell transplant, and a lot of people, well, may or may not know this, but I had a 50/50 chance of living. Yeah. Never mind going back to work. So um, I had to go back to the hospital, and I eventually finished all my treatment, and I went back to Lloyd. And when I left the hospital. I always promised myself and I told my mom at the time that I wanted to raise a million dollars for the Alberta Cancer Foundation. And I ended up getting my first sports job in Winnipeg with Jay Onright. He was the big breakfast morning host out in Winnipeg. And I did a sports part-time. So Jay and I, Jay's from my little hometown in Boyle, by the way. We're from the same little town, um, which is hilarious. So I've known his family for like 35 years. Um, Oh, wow. Whoa. And then I ended up getting back to CTV Edmonton in sports, which is the CTV affiliate in Edmonton. And I got my kind of break. I did like sidelines for CFL games. And I started um, the Brian Mutra Golf Classic, which is a golf tournament. And we ended up raising $1.8 million. Um, Nailed it. For the hospital in Alberta. Um, awesome. And then we, uh, I got a job at TSN in 2005 doing Sports Center. And I've only been doing hockey play-by-play since 2015. I did the U18s, uh, which is all the draft-eligible kids. So, I was saying this very cut me before anybody else was, oh. but I laughed and <laughs> say that I was saying it wrong. How cool like, is well, that? Met him. I was in Russia and Magnitogorsk and Shelyabinsk calling his game, so, uh, but wow. no, you can tell me how to say it. That's fine. Go for it. Um, <laughs> this, this business sometimes. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, it, I, I did uh, the Men's World Hockey Championships as well in Prague in 2015 when Crosby was captain and they had that superpower team. With, uh, I mean, geez, they had everybody. They had Brent Burns in the back yeah. end. They had Taylor Hall up front. They had um, Eberly and Crosby was on a line. Uh, Sagan was there. Uh, Mike Smith was the goalie. They went undefeated and they won gold. And, and yeah, so I kept doing those U18s in the world. And then the Pyeongchang Olympics came. And then they had Gord, um, Miller and Chris Cuthbert went to work for NBC and, and the conglomerate to call. Mm-hmm. So there was about 14 Ottawa Senator games that needed to be called. So I got my shot and I called those games in the preseason games. And then John Bartlett left to go back to Sportsnet. And so the job came available. So yeah, 20 years in the making of a lot of hard work and that's awesome. Um, and getting that opportunity. So here we are chatting. When on are you? Happy hour. When does your episode of E60 <laughs> air on ESPN? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, you know, the status part <laughs> of that whole. Um, so, this, what people don't know, which is just awful, is that my brother, who is 44, he, <laughs> during my first season last year when I was in Western Canada, yeah. Um, he, he, he passed away. Uh, oh. He was 44 of cancer. Um, and the one thing, like people, you know, it was my first year doing that job. And uh, we knew he wasn't going to make it. And I had to basically say goodbye to him at the hospital and then go call the Oilers Habs that night. And that oh was, my God. like, awful. Um, so that was a really tough year. Um to have the pressure of doing the job and then things going on at home like that. And uh, so it was tough. Like last year was a pretty tough season, but I'm putting a bow on this because we are, as a family, we're doing one. I retired my golf tournament after 15 years. It was just a lot of work and we'd raised their 1.8 million, but we're doing one more tournament in his memory this summer. Uh, So I'm coming out of golf tournament retirement um, for him. 
Um, yeah, so it was pretty proud. I was really proud. I got to tell him that I got the Habs job. Yeah. Uh, and it's two boys. He's got two boys that are still my nephews that play hockey. Um, they're easily seduced, though. I got them a Carey Price and Gallagher jersey. Mm-hmm. Now they're sort of <laughs> Perfect. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it's going to be cool to have one more golf tournament in his memory. Uh, but I got to share the news with him. He was the first person I told that I got the Habs gig. That's uh, awesome. Year, so. I'm glad so, yeah. you were able to do so that. Uh, I'm pretty proud of the work and the hard work and what it takes. It doesn't happen easily, and I take a lot of pride in it. And I always tell people, I may not have the most experience, but no one will outwork me at this job. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Wow. That's um, it's all incredibly deserved. You're like Thank Brendan you. Gallagher. Yeah. Tenacious. Yes. Won't yeah. stop. And well, you're from Edmonton, eh? Yeah. Alberta kid. Yeah. That oil in their veins. You wonder, right? no but that's um thank you so much for sharing um all of that uh it's just one incredible one incredible journey and just uh you know everything thank you very much well you know dave the one thing and i got i was asked on another podcast like what my favorite moment was last season (laughs) and i mean there's great hockey moments but you guys may remember there's a young kid same with uh sam smith and he got his, he was a Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer survivor, which is what I had. Yes. And I didn't know yes. his story. I saw it on the Habs Twitter, and he got to skate with Kerry and score on him, and it was cool. He got to go to practice. Yep. And then yep. him and his parents came to a game, and his dad apparently is a big Leafs fan. And his dad and his mom, so Matt, who does such a wonderful job with the Habs uh, video and the social media stuff and the writing, he knocked on the door, and it was like an hour before the game, whatever, we're just getting ready. And he says, hey, that, you remember Sam is here? I'm like, yeah. He's like, would you like to meet him? I'm like, absolutely. So yes. Sam came in, and we talked to him for about 25 minutes when I should have been getting for the game, but I didn't really care. And he sat <laughs> in the booth and put a headset on and talked to him and his parents, and I asked him questions, and I told him that I had his exact same cancer, and I'm an old fart now, look at me. And, hmm. um, and his parents were crying in the booth, and they left, and it was like, that is maybe the coolest thing I could have ever done all season was mm. meeting that kid. Yeah, that's amazing. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, that one uh, we tweeted. I asked him if I could have a photo with him. He's like, "Yeah, of course." Duh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever, whatever, guy. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> I, sco- I scored on Carey Price. So, whatever, buddy. <laughs> I know. I wanted his autograph. Like, I, I think about that guy a lot. I think about him. He's, he was one of my favorite. Him and his family, one of my favorite parts of the year. So awesome. That's incredible. Yeah, I recall that as well. Well, excellent. Thank you again, Brian. Um, Excellent. We don't want to keep you from your pierogies, of course. Um, I've been eating the whole time. He's been eating them. Oh, good. You're really good at eating eating and talking through. It's all the I'm broadcast that my, uh, experience. I doesn't show up across the podcast quite the picture in your speedo. Place. These are glorious. I would recommend this place <laughs> to anyone in Columbus, Ohio that wants to Uber Eats uh, German pierogies. Go for it. Yeah, that's wonderful. I've, I've only been to Columbus once in my life, and that was for a friend's birthday party, and she is even at our age still really into the goth scene and there was a club that had its like final hurrah like a goth club like matrix goth club so we went to that in columbus and that's my only experience in columbus ohio that and the (laughs) house from uh, a christmas story is there dave you're Dave, you're, I could never party with you, Dave. You're hardcore. Uh, it's, like, wow. Come on, Brian. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, I'd be I'd be with uh, Veronica and Beth drinking Chardonnay. In That's the right. Like, I'm pretty yes. Okay, I'll, yes. Co- I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to, when I'm done, I'll you know crash with you guys afterwards. <laughs> and calm down, I guess. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Beth is going to be joining me in Vancouver to, for the um, Montreal... Canucks game on December yes. 17th. So, you know, there we can get Chardonnay. That's right. Actually, isn't that December the 15th? Tuesday? No, it's the 17th. The Tuesday. Oh, this is, that is sorry. I got, so I actually yeah. don't get to call that one. I'm going to be filling in for the Ottawa oh. Senators. I'll be in Florida. Oh, oh Florida. Florida. Yeah, Florida. <laughs> Sucks. 
Yeah, don't feel bad. Florida for me. I'll be calling back to back Florida Tampa. Um, you should go if you pass a taco truck, and it's a not a truck that says taco truck. It's a either a building or a school bus. Yes, school bus that says taco truck. It's in Tampa. You should eat there. It, they're all little really? hole in the wall places. They're delicious. Yes. Okay, can I and I can say you girls. I can say happy hour sent me. Do I get a discount or I pay? Extra? Yes. Wait, what? <laughs> Name drop us. Wait, wait Veronica. <laughs> We, we don't have a promo code for the tacos. <laughs> Pump the brakes. Well, listen, Veronica, when you send me my happy hour speedo, I'll just wear that in uh, yes. Tampa. Okay. And we'll just, that should be enough to get a discount, no? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, we okay. will be now. Boys, we will. We're getting our merch. <laughs> well, Christmas is coming, girls. It's just <laughs> then, uh, then one for me and uh, Bob McKenzie. We'll both we'll, 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 No oh problem. God. Bob can ask for 100%. anything. Our based Bob. Yeah. We got him. Uh, yes. We need a hundred. We need hundred and ten percent out of you guys. Let's go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Well, I guess now we gotta do some work. Okay. Figures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta design some speedos. Awesome. <laughs> All right. I'll be waiting. Cool. Well, thank you, Brian. Brian, thank, thank you, you so, so much, Brian. And um, you it, guys are really welcome. Are you watching the game tomorrow night? Oh, absolutely. 100%. I will be at work, but I'll be following on my watch. Okay. Well, if I can somehow work it in no flurries, no worries. I don't know how. <sighs> yes. A, I guess kale flurry, right? I could work in a kale yes. flurry. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How about kale flurry, no worries. Yeah, the flurry, no worries when, with kale flurries, I guess. I'll or maybe, or maybe yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll work oh, my God. With flurry, no worries. Something like that, yeah. Something. <laughs> Throw it in the prompter. I'll read anything. Oh, okay. here we go. All right, I'll be listening <laughs> real close. Out now, brown cow. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> the arsonist has obviously shaped I got to Will as Anchorman, by the way. What? You know that I met him in character? Yeah. What? He what? came, he was in... So I call curling for TSN too. I do curling, the yes. Briar and the Scotties, and oh, the Olympic no. trials. So he was in 2009 promoting the second movie, and he came up in character. <gasps> don't you remember, or maybe you don't, he joined Vic Rotter in the do. booth as Ron Burgundy for like three ends. Oh, my Lord. And he was like, and they had, you remember, he said, make the final, and he punched like the photo of Vic and broke it on TV in our commercial. <laughs> I don't, like, this, like, he was like so nice and so awesome. I have a picture of him somewhere. I'll, uh, I don't know where I yeah it's somewhere in my phone but I have a picture like with him and our curling team he was so much fun oh that's incredible oh, how God. fun yeah yeah he's a nice guy too I really enjoyed him oh that's so he's cool I'm uh I'm a huge Will Ferrell fan so I'm kind of uh I'm um I don't know what's the word <laughs> jaded with jealousy starstruck, starstruck as well yes thank you <laughs> but it's yeah. funny though he did actually ask if I knew Dave from Happy Hour oh no kidding <laughs> But yeah, he did. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to go to bed now, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that that did it. Wow. <laughs> that did it. I'm okay. Off the rail. Dave, Dave's gone wild tonight. Is he always just wild? Uh, always. Like, yeah. He's being tame right now, if we're honest. <laughs> yeah, I've had He's probably got to get some heard us last week. <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, Later this week, and nah, I, I won't get into the details, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's all good. But Brian, thank you so much, man. Um, thank you. It was it was a great yes. pleasure having you on. Uh, have fun in Columbus. Uh, if you get any more pierogies, you know, Godspeed. And um, we'll be listening. Send them my way. Uh, Veronica, Beth, Dave, thank you. And I'll leave it with you guys with this. No flurries, no worries, okay? <laughs> thank you so thank much, you. sir. Thank you. Okay. Take care, guys. Take Bye. care. Bye again sometime. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, my God. Wow. That <laughs> was so fun. That was so fun. <laughs> oh, my God. Can't believe I, I told wanna... him about the fucking facility or whatever the hell the name of that club is in Columbus. <laughs> Because that was such a well, no, it's closed down now. I know. That was such a good time. What a freaking 
I gotta look up you the name of that place. You've talked to us about that time before. Yeah, yeah you have. And it was fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we were listening to fucking like Frontline Assembly, The Cure, um, everything. Oh my lord, just all sorts of shit. But yeah, oh, so everybody. So fun. Well, that was Brian Mudrick, a former weatherman in Alberta. Yeah, um, <laughs> which I never knew. Uh, meteor? Was he a weather specialist? He's a weather. I'm specialist. sorry, a weather specialist. Please. The Chamber right. was the name of that club. <laughs> oh Lord! Um, what the, did you think it was? I thought I called it like the facility. It's called the Chamber. <laughs> the facility. And the it's, facility. It's on the Sounds corner. Sounds nothing like. Of Route Six and. Uh, Cotant Avenue? Roots, Whatever. Route 6 is the name of a street? <sighs> route 6? Oh, yeah. it's. I, oh, I thought he said Route Sticks. And I was like, that's... No, it's Route <laughs> 6. Okay, I, I, I've just misunderstood you. Route 6, I guess. No, it's okay. <laughs> anyway, wow. I can't even... I. That was so much fun. What the hell else are we going to talk about now? We already oh. talked all Hab stuff, right? We did good. Yeah. We have like a little under um, 10 minutes yeah. to, to burn now, so um, I don't know what to Haling's talk about. not injured. What? Oh, I thought he, I, so, I thought I thought I he was. tweet today. Okay, so he, um, he was banged up, but uh, Joel Bouchard, um, he, came, he practiced with the rocket today, and Joel Bouchard said that he knew it wasn't anything serious, definitely not a concussion, um, that Paling just oh. wasn't feeling very well. I don't know about that. That sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, definitely not a concussion. But doesn't <laughs> feel well yeah. after a hit. I mean, that's a thing. And then I have something um, that Claude Julian said. What did he say? About the injuries. Da -da -da -da. Oh, it was about... It was in an article today about the surgeries and injuries and blah, blah, blah. Um... And somebody asked him about who is going to be expected to pick up the scoring um, oh, and things like that. And yeah. he said, I don't believe in putting more pressure on guys to score just because someone else is out and they have to do something more than they've been doing before because that's like telling them they haven't done enough. Will a player like Lekkanen get more opportunities with some players missing? Maybe. But at the same time, we know he's a guy that everyone seems to think he can produce a little bit more. He thinks so, too. He's got to hit the net when he shoots. He's got a good shot, and if that happens, there's no doubt it's going to be a big help to us. But So what he's saying is, what I've seen other people saying is, just because Lekkanen isn't scoring doesn't mean he's not doing anything, which is true. And so, Julian knows this. So in other words, we have like two Byrons. Because Byron wasn't doing much and not scoring. And Lekkanen does do well, stuff and not scoring. Mete I... played 130 odd games in the before he scored. I know. Yeah, oh, I, I know. know he's not. A, I know he's not a forward, but it still was over 100 games oh, you, before he. Oh, you don't have to tell me. You don't have to tell me. What I'm saying is that people okay. that are concerned okay. about the scoring and the points and whatnot, there's nothing of concern. The only no, the, the obvious worried. yeah the obvious one is Drouin, who was on a heater. Pretty much all season. Yes, it does suck that he, like, he was doing so well after the preseason he had, and now he's had this setback. Yeah, well, that's okay. And the other thing is, too, I don't think they're going to be gone for that long. Somebody said uh, Byron's uh, knee injury is going to only put him out four to six weeks a month? That's impossible. That's what I said, but that came from Renaud Lavoie, which I guess, oh. Renaud Lavoie? Yeah. Yeah, he's I, reputable, usually. Yeah, and he said that the uh, wrist uh, surgery will be six to eight weeks. I'm like, wait, really? Six to eight for a re wrist well, and four to six for a if knee? It's not, if it's not um, a break. Unless it... it's not the knee. And I was like, oh. Because somebody else uh, I thought uh, had mentioned something that's more of like a knee to groin. Some, a leg. Something with the leg. A leg. Is being lower, operated lower on. Lower body. It's an, yeah, yeah. Uh, LB. Lower body injury. Lower body injury. Yeah. LBI. LBI. So... So that's that's fine. I mean, as long as they're back before February, because that's gonna be like the other big push for the for the Habs uh, going forward. Um, at least I think. I mean, Can we just shout out the con the conspiracy theorist from the weekend? 
Which one? Who were <laughs> condemning the Montreal Canadiens for letting Drouin play in that third period when he was oh, in the concussion. Like, Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. With his With the wrist concussion. Oh, my Lord. With his wrist concussion. Yeah. Shout out to Mike. Yeah, Mike Vini, what yeah. up, brother? Thanks. Wrist concussion. It's really, it's exhausting. Uh, like I have other things to worry about and be anxious about. Like I had, I did. I'm not gonna lie. I said this in DMs. I took my five minutes this afternoon and I cried about Paul Byron because I really. Wanted to see him next month. That might not happen. It's gonna be okay. Oh, shit, I'm still babe. gonna have. I'm still gonna have a great time. I'm still going to, hopefully, meet him in February. I slash didn't March. even think about. Oh yes, February. Yes, yes. So yes. okay. It's fine. But like I, like I have other things to use my energy on. I wish I had the yeah. luxury where all of my energy was spent on a hockey team. Like I. Do I spend a lot of energy on this hockey team regardless outside <laughs> of the happy hour, but I am not going to spend a whole weekend being like, the team isn't doing this and it isn't treating the players properly unless I have like something I actually base it on. There's nothing to base it on. I'm just, um, sorry. I, I just saw a tweet <laughs> by our friend, uh, by our friend Ruby. Which is yes. kind of it's kind of topical Ruby. because she goes. It, the whole tweet is Lafreniere. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know Ruby. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Ruby. She, um, Ruby, 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 Ruby. The whole tweet just says, "Why did Renault Lavoie unblock me?" <laughs> my other one of my other favorites, Tin Man. I don't know if you guys know him. Yeah, the guy he's in the just hat very, beard. He's very funny. He's got a new logo now. Oh. Or a new profile pic now, but he replies, "It's a trap." He's up to something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, willy nilly. The other day I thought I was um, unblocked by an account that I st- came across. I saw the tweet and I was like, I was like, oh my God, I'm unblocked. I think it was showbiz. It wasn't. I was, I was on the happy hour account and I forgot that I wasn't <laughs> on my account. <laughs> so yeah, I, I um... somebody was saying something to him and, or quote tweeting him or something. Nice. I'm not unblocked by showbiz, Kelly. I'm still blocked. Yeah, well, you're not missing much. It makes my life a lot better, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about him briefly. Yeah. I forget like, about him often until I, I see people quote tweeting him and their tweets that I can't see. And I'm like, oh, showbiz. That guy. I figured that out, guy. like, I can now tell, like, by the titles, like, whether or not the a Montreal Gazette article is one I want to read. <laughs> Like, I'm like, oh, no, that article just sounds like it's from The Onion. Okay. Yeah. But it's not that. Like, I like Onion articles. They're fun. Um, like, I just saw one where it was, like, uh, Carlos Santana breaks into a mom's home and gets her a coupon for a 45-minute guitar solo. Um, nice. But. <laughs> I've done that before. <laughs> oh, I just got another uh, one. Sorry. A 45-minute guitar on... solo coupon? <laughs> No, no, no. He's gone on an unblocking spree, apparently. I've seen two oh. more tweets now. Anyway. Oh, sorry. He never blocked me, but I try not to. I try not to be yeah. crazy. Not crazy, but. Man, I yeah. bitch and moan all the time and nobody blocks me. <laughs> well, you only follow like three people. I follow like 500. That's a small school. You also don't have a ton of people following you. And wow. the people that follow Ouch. you are like. No, I'm just saying. Like, he. He he's picky about it. He has told me this. I'm pointing at your icon, Dave. You can't he's see. He's discriminate. He's discriminate. Well, he yeah. Why would selective? Why would he's, I want to yes, follow just... everybody? <laughs> I don't. I, I don't do like. Sometimes... I don't like talking to everybody. Why would I want to follow him on social media? <laughs> why would I want to go to the worst place of humanity and be like, I want to know what all you people are thinking? Most people are fucking idiots. We're not gonna deal with that. 
Jesus. Like, uh... I'm, I think the only person like notable that's blocked me, I don't even remember her name. It's some girl that I didn't even ever follow. I don't think I ever talked to, but she's like friends with a bunch of other people on Hab on Hab's Twitter. And like I see like their conversations and it's like all my friends and then like blank tweets that I can't read. And I'm just like, I don't know what I did, but oh, whatever. I know who blocked me. Fucking Dana Lush. Oh. The spokesperson for her. the uh, National Rifle Association. She can go so fuck herself. She's, I'm she's glad horrible. for that block. Horrible, horrible. Anyway, yeah. that's yeah. it for the happy hour today. Thank yeah. you. Good job. Good Thank job. you. I probably called her Good. something really bad. Because uh, <laughs> when I go off on a tangent, well, I go off. Yes, yes. I'm a straight-up keyboard warrior that if anybody ever wants to challenge me in real life, come to Albany. Try to suck me in the head. I'll fucking murder you. Not quite a threat but i'll do my very best <laughs> maybe that bat will be in the hallway again we can meet it we can meet we can hey we can just go to the parking lot at uh smash burger and have it out i'll get my fisticuffs let's go why smash burger because it's close oh. and i would be hungry after beating all that ass <laughs> bye Thank you, Brian.